This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Everybody jump! All right, what's going on? Uh, Taz and the Moose, this is uh, Taz with Andrew Bogus sitting in for the Moose. Moose uh, is out until next week. Uh, I want to thank everybody listening to this show right now that you just tuned in across these great United States, um, one of our great affiliates on CBS Sports Radio. Or maybe you check out the show on the Radio.com app or the Radio.com website. Maybe on the CBS Sports app. Maybe on Sirius XM Channel 206. Maybe on the Sirius XM app Channel 206. There is a plethora of spots to listen to the show, so we thank you. Uh, if you want to call the show, that's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 855-212-4227. That's an 855-2124-CBS. Or you can follow the show also on Twitter and Instagram. Our social media team is impeccable. And you follow that same address, Jones, for both spots. At Taz and the Moose. Taz at 1Z. I'm going to come to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage Studio by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience uh, A.B., as I call you, Andrew Bogus, uh, I'd like to welcome you to Taz and Moose. Hello, sir. Uncle Taz, again, thank you for having me. Four straight days. I haven't yet completely worn out my welcome. So No, you're not. I mean, actually, you know, if you get with me, you get past the first 48, you're usually in pretty good shape. Now I'm sailing? Yeah. I mean, it could turn any time. Right. But for now, I think you're in, good, you're in pretty good standing with me. I'll I watch mean, my step. No, no, you're good. You, you know, we, 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 we understand each other here. We know each other long enough now. So it's great. And, uh, and by the way, uh, people in the Northeast, I don't know if it was just New York. I know in the Tri-State area, last night the storms were insane. Yeah. Like, did I you have it? This was the, the tail end of Barry, so I can't even imagine Excuse what it was me? like. This, was, this is the end of Tropical Storm Barry. all have names. Barry. It's unbelievable. Uh, Hurricane Barry. So, I mean. There should be one called Bilotti. <laughs> it wouldn't do much damage. By the way, side note, before you talk about the Hurricanes, uh, and before we get into talking about the Cleveland Browns, because I have something to say about them, Yeah, I will tell you this right now. Pete the Body, you, sir, I uh, recorded my podcast yesterday from the home studio, and I did a little uh, Taz Hall, a little Q&A thing, and peep, there were two, not one, people with questions about you, why are you such a douche, <laughs> towards, towards the wrestling fans when they call Taz and Moose. What? So they're not happy with you. I'm just letting you know that. And one of them wanted to call. I, I got to research it. One of them wants to call, wants to change the word. You know, I have my markology, my language for wrestling fans. Wants to call. I can't remember which one it was. Like jobber, you, a different word and call it Bilotti. Like, and I think that, I don't want to start rumors. That might have been, it might have been Speakerphone Jones who said that. Um, of, of course. Talking, yeah, so he does not like you. Yes, another mark. All right, so, uh, Andrew, you tell me about hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pete, thanks for showing got, up today. I got uh, sidetracked. Yeah, yeah so this no is, what I was going to say was this is the end of, like, Hurricane Barry. And if this was, it was bad here last night. Uh, I can't imagine what it was like when that thing yeah. actually came ashore yeah. the weekend uh, lightning down the and south. Just tons of rain. Like, lightning was nonstop. It was really wackadoo. But, like, craziness. Like, and I, I've 
grown as an adult now having to worry about like my property um, and, you know, storm drains and shoveling yeah. snow. Like I've become a strangely um, eager weather watcher. So I'm always like checking. You're a homeowner. I'm a very, very, very novice meteorologist. I'll yeah. give you a forecast for tomorrow in just a second. But, you know, I'm looking here <laughs> I, in New I York. I just asked Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> so, Alexa, in, what's the weather? That's what La- I do. LaGuardia Airport. In- <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. Huh? LaGuardia Airport. That's true. Near City Field in Queens, in part of New York, got three inches of rain last night. I didn't know it was that much. Where really? I live, I mean, 15, 20 minutes from there, mm. a little southeast of there. Right. Not even an inch. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a line in there somewhere, but I'm going to take the high road uh, after what you just said there. <laughs> But I got it. You, so you had you had less than you have less than had less than an inch. Yeah. Of rain. Okay. Uh, I got like three towns over had three inches had more than three times that. Uh, in my town, I mean, me. I'm, it doesn't rain at your house, right? Ever. Ten to twelve inches. Right. Right. Anyway. Um. So. <laughs> Tip your waiter. Try the veal. Marco Belletti's next. Ah, uh, anyway, so uh, uncomfortable segue. So Baker Mayfield, right? So Baker, Baker Mayfield, uh, the, the the second year quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, who had a pretty good year last year. Uh, Bravado Jones, you know, he talks a lot of smack, as we know. It just it, it kind of seems like this guy is going to be, and I'm a fan of him. I, this guy paid his dues, he earned his stripes. You know, he didn't, you know, when he come out of high school and all that and everything. In early years in college, he wasn't. The hype machine wasn't behind him, you know. He's 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 been through a lot as a young man for sure. But and he and he's got a chip on his shoulder, which I think makes him makes him such a good player. And I I respect the chip on his shoulder. I promise you that. But you know he, you know, there's a lot of um like I use the word bravado, a lot of bravado for Baker Mayfield and just the Browns in general heading yeah. into the season. You feel it? I love it. You love it. I okay, love it. I, I love it. I love it. What he said about the Giants and the Giants fan, and I have no dog in the fight. I'm not a Giant fan. Right, ne- never have been. No, no, right. me, no, I've never have been. Yeah. No, that's true. Oh, I mean, it's still early, but as of right no. now, you have not been a Giants. But fan. I will say, just to circle back about Giants, New York Giants football, back in the day, always respected the great defenses, right? And and Lawrence Taylor, Harry Carson, George Martin, uh, Jim Burt. I mean, I don't know if you know somebody's cats, you know. I do. Well, I mean, Moose knows them, and I know Moose, so that you know, we're all kind of friends. You, I didn't mean personally. Oh. I, I meant Mark Malusha. Yeah, no, you, I've heard of all of them. Yes, yeah, they were they're legends, you know. So as a as someone from New York, and even at that time, I was a Jet fan. I was not a Giant fan, but I always respected those great defenses they had. You know, so I have to say that. So when anytime I mention thinking of the New York Giants, I do think of that. You know, that that that, that those great defensive squads, but. Digressing, so the basically Baker Mayfield, uh, and it's not just with, with the Giants, but this is the one thing that jumped out. I don't know if you, I'm sure you know about this. Took a massive shot, um, basically Baker Mayfield did at the Giants, talking about his new great wide receiver he has in Beckham, who was a Giant, as most of you guys know. And basically, what he said was, I'll read the quote here from Baker Mayfield. He's here to work, and he wants to be surrounded by people who love and support him and allow him to be himself. This is Baker said this, okay? He's here to play in front of fans who actually care, who actually will show up to every game and pack the stadium and love him for who he is. Wow. That's a shot right there. You're a Giant fan, and you're like, I love Baker Mayfield. 
Why would you love him? This guy just ripped you and your, your, your fellow Giant fans. Yeah, he's going along just fine, too, because he's right until he brings in Giant fans. Well, he's, every, everything else is right. The but, organization, this But is, hold on. Is he right, though? I'm just saying, think about what he's saying. Like, is he right? And not only that, is he in the right at his, you know, at his young age as an NFL player and to, to say something like this about a, a storied franchise like the New York Giants? I know they've sucked lately. But is he right to do that about any team? I mean, and, and the other thing I'll say to you, Andrew, is what have they won? What have they done? What, what, <laughs> really, think about it. I mean, you know, so he's got all this. He's, he's acting like, you know, he's Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger here or whatever. You know, they, in the AFC North, they finished, what, third last year? They were like seven and eight? I mean, you know, seven and nine? I don't know what they were. It was something like that. They had, like, I know they had seven wins. Seven, eight, one. So then they one. had nine losses. Right, oh, no, right. they did have a tie. They had a tie. Seven, eight, one. I'm looking at it now. Seven, eight, and one. So, I mean, and that's the AFC North, right? So, I mean, you know... Okay, so what does that mean? The Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, the rookie like you, Baker, when he took over and, and ended up beating out Flacco? So he's better than you? Like, is, is that what that means? I mean, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. No, but, I, I, mean, I mean, that's that that's the obvious retort. Like, I mean, where is he? Where is, how does he get off running his mouth like this? But, right. but again, in a world of where guys say nothing uh, or they say stupid throwaway stuff, I'm going to always appreciate somebody – Running his mouth in a non-threatening, non-vulgar, non-offensive way. Like, this is just good old-fashioned trash talk. Right. right. He puts himself out there. He's got to, you know, put up or shut up. He's got to go play. And if he doesn't play well, he's got to eat all this going back into his face. Right. right. But a guy that's going to give us entertainment, going to give us some heat, going to give us some drama. I mean, And in a kind of, again, a good old-fashioned, clean way. I'm Just all for some smack. Now, yeah. I would appreciate a little bit of like you know factual accuracy, you know, and I know you're not a stats guy. But no, like, I'm not. You know, I'm not a stats or facts right, guy, right? But I'm a little bit of a stats guy, and I think when this story is all said and done with Odell I'm Beckham just it, and the I mean? Giants. Um, this is going to be about the Giants' inability to handle, to harness Odell Beckham Jr., and they are going to regret not having him be a career Giant. But mm. the one thing. That was not wrong about the Giants is the Giant fans. Ownership, fine. Front office, fine. Coaching staff, fine. Maybe other teammates, fine. But to knock Giant fans. That's not right. It, I doubt that's, that one might have been a little bit too far I, from I, Baker. I, again, being, you know, I know people are hearing us from all over the country right now and, and, and a good chunk of Canada too. But I'll just tell you, like, being a New Yorker, you know, I've been around, and again, not a Giant fan, but I've I've been around a, a ton of Giant fans my whole life. Many of people in my family are Giant fans, my extended family, I should say, and and always super proud to be Giant fans and pissed off because their team hasn't been doing well lately. But yeah, so I, I mean, they're all educated football fans, the ones that I know. I mean, so including the ones that work here. Yeah, and, you know, so, and you know, a lot of Giant fans were knocking Browns fans yesterday because, like, you know, what have they cheered for recently? But I mean, right. they, you know, they throw their they throw their dog pound stuff on. They show up and they have their fun. And that's all well and good. We can leave the fans out of this. Well, we could go. Well, if you want to even go deeper on that, but bef- we can leave the fans out of it. But you know, let's just say one thing here. I yeah. just want to say this: if you were comparing, you know, if you compare what Baker said and talking about how the fans will show up in Cleveland no matter if they're winning or losing. That's cool. He's trying to get the babyface rub up against the Cleveland Brown fans, which is smart by Baker Mayfield. So they're going to love him and rally behind him. But it, you know, I hate to be, uh, you know, I don't want to be a heel here. I'm just, I'm not being arrogant. But if you compare the cities of Cleveland to New York, there's a lot more distractions for football fans. You know, or people in general that live in the New York area as opposed to Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, you know what Giant fans hate that stadium. 
They don't hate. Well, some of them were happy, ridiculously, the, that the, Odell Beckham Jr. was leaving. But the, the stadium now, it's a pain in the you know what to get oh, out of there. Oh, that place stinks. Place is t- First of all, it's ugly. It's oh, completely it's non-existent. And it's in New Jersey. It's not even in New York. Well, I mean, okay, that's that's a whole other but thing. That's, but that, I told you, that's a big sticker point I know. for me. That's why I'm a Buffalo Bills but fan. But that's now, like a nine-hour operation to get in there, then to watch the game, which nine hour operation recently. And then it takes Sorry. hours to get out of there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no. you have a team of 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 superstars, and it'd be a tough sell to get me it, there to watch I them. Agree. It gets it takes hours to get out of it, to your point, and then when you get to this little bridge called the George Washington Bridge, yeah, there's more hours added on yeah. to your point of a nine hour operation. Yeah. I mean, it's and no. maybe maybe it's hard to get in and out of Cleveland. I don't know. No, um, I know. Listen, I know because <laughs> I've wrestled there right near this building yeah. where they play. Okay, and at the gun when it was called the Gund Arena, where where would the Cavaliers play now? What's it called? Quicken Loans Arena. Okay, it used to be the Gund Arena. Yeah. So I, I'm telling you, I've been in that, that town a lot. It's a great town. Cleveland's a great spot, no doubt about it. It's a lot easier to get in and out of than New York I, because it's smaller. It's just a smaller area. You know, it's just it's a, a lot smaller. You know, but it, not, no knock on it, but I'm just saying for Baker Mayfield to say these fans are going to show up no matter what. That's true. They love their Browns. There's no doubt about it. They love their Cleveland Indians. They love their Cleveland Browns. They, they love their Cavs, and they should. It's a it's a smaller town, so of course. But you got a lot more distractions for people in New York, and it's easy for them when their Giants are sucking or their Jets are sucking uh, to veer off into other things and not be dealing with the NFL. That's what happens. Has anybody ever even checked, by the way? I mean, a, a better radio host might have done this before the well, show that'd started. that'd be me. I'm the guy to handle that for you. But, like, have we even looked at whether or not Baker's comments are right. I mean, were they still selling that building out when they were terrible in their reincarnation of the Browns? Uh, Mike is shaking his well, head. Yes. Is Giants, the Giants had good attendance. I can't tell no, you. No, no, the was. Browns. No, no, Mike, Mike will get on top. Of He'll talk to the venue team. Uh, our venue team will look into that. We have a team uh, that looks into arenas and stadiums all over the okay, country. Okay, yeah, thank you. We have so, a research yes. department. Yeah, research venue yeah. department. That's what that's called. Right, correct. But they're getting on that. Yeah, so the thing is, like, I, I don't know, man. For me... I mean, until you start winning, until you're getting, until you're getting more wins than seven, uh, you know, uh, maybe then talk some smack. And, and look, dude, he wasn't even like Baker Mayfield was like a top 10 QB in the league either. He might not even been a top 15 uh, quarterback in the league. I mean, uh, he, he, you know, so it's not – I mean, look, I think the kid's got – he's got a clutch gene in him for sure. He's a real good player. Um, I'm a Bills fan. If he was the Buffalo Bills quarterback – and I love I love Josh Allen, but if I'd rather have Baker Mayfield, yes, I would. Um, but I do think he's got to wait before he took. Okay, so he was seventeenth as far as quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Baker Mayfield. I'm just saying, so you're not even a top fifteen quarterback to the point I just made, and here you are talking all this smack. So you got to be careful with that, you know, because you're gonna have a lot of egg on your face. Well, and see, this is the problem. And, I, and now we're nitpicking, and we're into stats and facts. And well, that's what we do. I mean, I don't want to bring up stats, but we have to at times. But again, we're gonna throw stones at Giants fans. And okay. here's here's Baker Mayfield's problem. In 2017, the Browns, and they were terrible. This is the year after they went winless. They were 27th in the NFL in attendance, and they only filled the building at 85 percent capacity. Now, but they, they for the most part they had done a good job, but the but 2017 was the third straight year of a decline, and it was going side by side with more losing seasons. So mm. maybe they hung on a little longer than Giant fans may have hung on through struggles, but eventually Browns fans gave up again. I mean, look at this picture here from a game in 2017, Taz, with a guy who I don't even know is Show playing quarterback. 
in Cleveland, and there's more empty seats than full seats. That's you could see so, the seats are orange, right. so they stick out like an orange thumb. And again, so I mean, Baker's been in the NFL for a year and a couple of months. So I, again, I love him, and I want him to talk. I want to run his mouth. Well, but he's just yeah. got to make sure he's not putting, you know, putting he, his foot in a place where well, he doesn't know where it's, it's going. It's not college, you know. It's not you're not you know. This is not co- this is big boy stuff here. It's not college. It's big boy stuff. Yeah, no, that's really. good. I know. You know. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> and, and by the way, so you people out there, you know, what's what's the deal? Do you think that Baker Mayfield should and could talk smack? Do you have a problem with him talking smack about the Giants or anybody else? I mean, being that he's going into the second year in the NFL and he had seven wins last year. I mean, his greatness sure in college, no doubt about it. So, do you have a problem with Baker Mayfield and the stuff he's saying? Or do you like the good old-fashioned smack talk that you're getting out of Baker Mayfield? Call the show, 855-212-4227. Taz with Andrew Bogus over here. We'll be right back. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, we got a, a little later on. We're gonna we're gonna get into a bench cut start, a BCS for you people. Okay, second year NFL quarterbacks ready to be breakout stars. Your options. We'll do this later on. Your options gonna be Josh Allen, Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield. Okay, that's a BCS come a little later on to wet your palate. Um, we're going to continue with our conversation here in a second about Baker Mayfield's his comments, the bravado of the Browns, his comments about the New York Giants and their fan base and all this stuff. If you want to call the show, no problem, 855-212-4227. Uh, wow, right now we have our latest sports update with our good friend, uh, Mr. Zook. They call him Darwin, I call him the Zookster. Uh, Darn, what's going on, buddy? I'll go with Zookster. I like that. <laughs> this report sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The Open Championship at Royal Port Rush in Ireland underway. Fairly calm weather conditions so far after it poured yesterday. More than half the field on the course under par right now. But the biggest storyline, Rory McIlroy, the hometown hero, Wishes he could have a redo on the first hole. Rory had to take two drops, made a snowman. That's an eight on the par four first. He's right now at five over par, playing the fifth hole. His fellow countryman, Shane Lowry, is nine shots better. Lowry, the leader at four under. And several- Side note, yes, I could tell your passion, Zook, for the golfing. The oh, golfing. Yeah. No, not just for the golfing, the, for the Rory, Rory struggles. The Rory struggles. Yeah, I, you can just tell Darwin's he's the same thing on his grave. Yeah, Morning yeah. theme. <laughs> McElroy's demise. You love it. I can <laughs> tell, good man. stuff. I can tell. <laughs> Tiger Woods trying to avoid uh, the same mishap. He's teeing off at uh, 10, 10 Eastern, coming up at about four hours from now. Brooks Kepka teeing off in two hours from now. Again, Lowry in front at four under. To baseball, after about a six-hour rain delay, the Phillies and Dodgers finally resumed their game in Philadelphia, and David Freeze looked to break a two-all tie in the seventh. To the belt, and the 1-1 to Freeze. Here it is. And David hits the ball high to right field. Going back, Harper to the track, to the wall. It is gone! A two-run home run for David Freeze. 
and the Dodgers lead it 4-2. to two. That's Tim Never, Dodgers Radio Network, and the L.A. goes on to win it by a 7-2 final. Hottest team in baseball right now, the Athletics. They won their sixth in a row, handling the Mariners 10-2. How about the Diamondbacks tying a franchise record 21 hits? They put up 19 runs, hammering the Rangers 19-4. <laughs> Indians were going for their fourth straight win, and got to love, love any call from Tom Hamilton. The pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right, away, back and gone. And just like that, it's four to two Indians. You don't even need to know who it is. It's just a great call. Francisco Lindor did hit that home run. That the was end. a pretty decent call. I mean, Always. you're over here, you know, you're over here going nuts for the guy. Relax. He's tremendous. Didn't Marco uh, do this on Monday? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. These course, that was Tom Hamlin. Like, why? 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 Of course. <laughs> Tom Hamlin. What is that? Tom Hamilton. What are you guys trying to get a job with Tom Hamilton in the booth? What Maybe. are you trying to do? I him? hate announcers that are too cool for school, and he I doesn't care. He just wants to. He just he throws just it out there. Yeah, I'm just joking around. So don't get all serious. I know. Well, I'm. The Roy McIlroy I know, you're all like, yeah, you're all, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're ready to go. You're all fired up. Yeah, I now. Uh, I can respect you. Okay, morning. Tom Hamilton. Doesn't mind me, Zuck. Like <laughs> um, Chris Paddock's no-hit. Oh, the Indians won that game. Chris Paddock's no-hit bid broken up in the eighth inning by the Marlins, Starl, and Castro. Padre still won that game 3-2. Astros all over the Angels 11-2. Angels reliever Noe Ramirez suspended three games for throwing near the head of Jake Marisnik Tuesday night. That was retaliation for Marisnik's collision with Angels catcher Jonathan Lucroy nearly two weeks ago. All right, back to you guys. Well, we appreciate it, Haas. Thank you so much, the Zookster. Uh, You're the man for sure. 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio toll-free line. 855-212-4227 is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. You know, we were talking about Baker Mayfield. And uh, his bravado and his team's bravado. And it's his second year in the NFL. He was ranked 17th in quarterbacks, but yet he's talking smack because he's got Beckham now. Now he's going at the Giants and the Giants fan base. Let's go down to Richmond, Virginia, and talk to Chris, listening on radio.com. Chris, you're on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on, buddy? Good morning, guys. Hey, man. Long time no here. We, I, we haven't heard from him in a while. He disappeared. Hey, you know, it's summertime. All right, there you go. That's true. Good point. Got to go to the beach and do your thing. I got you. What's up, bro? You know, What's going know. on, baby? What's up, man? So, so my thing is, I live in Richmond, but originally I'm from South Florida. So I love trash talkers. Some of the best trash talkers are from South Florida. Right. I love trash talking. I don't think he should attack the fans. Right. But to argue your point, Taz, and I'm, I'm not from New York, so I don't, I don't know it 100%, but right. I know I can pair things. If you look at the Knicks, they won three, uh, they've had three winning seasons since 2000. You look at the Giants, they've had 11 winning seasons. The Giants have won two Super Bowls in the last 10 years. There's a head coach right now where they would give his man parts for a Super Bowl. <laughs> so for the fans that yes. support the Giants, you know, they're able to make it to the Yankee games. They're able to make it to the Knicks, which you guys keep saying the Knicks always sell out, the Yankees always sell out, but the Giants are doing their thing. I don't understand why the Giant fan is not supporting the Giants. It's so, a couple. I mean, it's a couple that's, well, that's, that's I, my thing. I, no, Chris, and I hear you. And good points, and and I'll give Andrew the floor in a second. Him as a, another guy from the Tri State area from New York, and he's also a Giant fan. And the thing is, though, I, I my opinion on that is, uh, it's just it's with the Giants. You have a lot of fans that are from either New York or they're from Jersey. You have some Connecticut fans that that that, that people from Connecticut that are Giant fans. It's kind of a a mixture of people in the Tri State area. And to Andrew's point, the, the Jets and Giants play in the, this big-ass building. 
this arena that is, you know, on the swamp of New Jersey, and it's very difficult to get in and out of through the traffic and just the way the highways are set up. It's a hassle. It's just not a good experience. You'd rather sit home and watch it. It's not like, Chris, going into Cleveland, which is a small town. Like, And I've been to Richmond, where you're from, too. Now, Richmond's smaller than Cleveland, but Cleveland's not yeah. gigantic. And I know Richmond's not gigantic, but, you know, i got to be honest. You know, Cleveland's not much bigger than Richmond. And, and uh, yeah. you know, it's a little bit easy to get in and out of those games. So, like, when you go to Richmond and watch so- the Spiders play University of Richmond, you're probably sailing in out of campus, right? <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, I am from South Florida, so I know how it is to go to, like, you know, the Dolphins, go to, you know, the old Orange Bowl and stuff like that. Right. Oh, true. Know, that's right. You said South that. Florida. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I remember doing that. But isn't it the same thing for going to a Yankees game? It's, it's not hard to go to a Yankees game? Like, it's just a breeze in the park? Well, the Knicks, the Knicks, here's the thing. The Knicks, Knicks play at Madison Square Garden. Okay, so it's a little bit easier because yeah. you could take Mass Transit. You could take the Long Island Railroad train, right into there. Bus, any train, yeah. subway, Taz, bus. Helicopters yeah, in. you could do You could do Fair. anything into the garden. It's really easy, Chris, to get into Madison Square Garden. So, And when you go see the Knicks play at the garden, it's a it's an event because it's the garden, and it's in the middle of Manhattan, right, you're right near Times Square. That's why. Yankee Stadium's in the Bronx. It's the hood, bro. Okay, look, I'm talking about the hood Bronx. And it's it, it's right off a highway there. It's a, a you, you got to more or less. I don't want to say you have to drive. I've been to Yankee Stadium a couple times. I think times. You actually you shouldn't drive to Yankee you Stadium. You probably shouldn't. Dro- yeah. Here's listen. The numbers are the numbers too. By the way, I mean seventy six thousand was the average attendance for the Giants last year, fourth in the NFL. If you base it on capacity at like ninety three percent full, that Chris, number drops the down to the to the bottom third of the league. But I mean, people are still going or at least buying. Giant tickets, and I don't think the Giants have any kind of like attendance catastrophe building here. They've just stunk the last couple of years, and some fans are decided not to take the you know not to make the effort to actually go there. And it's the one, it's just it's the one thing where Baker Mayfield I think overstepped his bounds there. Like critique the front office, great head coach, the whole atmosphere, all well and good, but bringing the fans into it didn't really make any sense. To <laughs> yeah, me. and it's correct. And the thing too is like with with the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield, you know. He's definitely, and you could tell during the offseason, once they made the move, you know, once they got Odell Beckham and the other weapons that are on that team for Baker, you know, in a running game with, with Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson and, and, you, and you got Ninjoko, a, a heck of a tight end that doesn't get enough attention. Obviously, Juice Landry, you know, Jarvis Landry, tremendous player. You know, pretty good offensive line. You know, so, I mean, they, they, they have uh, got Antic, uh, Antonio Callaway. I forgot about him. Another excellent wide receiver besides, you know, Beckham and Juice. So, you know, he's got a plethora of weapons, Andrew. You know what I mean? And that's – and, 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 and the head coach, Freddie Kitchens – was basically handpicked by Baker Mayfield, right? Right. So he's got right now. He's he's Happy Man Jones. Everything's perfect right. for him, and he's got married recently, right? Um, yeah. What's the you heard about that? What the oh, uh, I heard about it. Let it out for us, please, about the social media Jones. So all of these, by the way, all these Baker Mayfield news notes and nuggets and quotes and whatnot are all from an ESPN the magazine cover story, which I guess comes out. I don't know when the magazine arrives, but why? Soon. Why are we plugging this magazine? Why why'd that just happen? I don't see why that just happened. Because that's that's. Courtesy. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not big into that. No, I know. No, that's my. No, you I guess me. if we had the, I would, I would appreciate it if they said Taz and the Moose. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not friendly with too many people. That's no, why. I know. I don't I play know. nice with others. Hello, friends. I, I take you just. I go for the juggler. What? Right. Juggler. Yeah. Juggler. Both. I'm a juggler. Okay. I'll juggle your juggler. So in this article, out of nowhere, Baker got married. I think like two weekends ago. No one kind of knew what happened. Then there were pictures like, "Hey, we got married. Ha ha. It was awesome." 
Um, but he, so he, the story of him basically chasing down his wife is in this magazine article. Okay. Um, and it was very, very now of Baker Mayfield. And I think it fits in his whole personality where he met this woman who's a little bit older than him. Met, he was still in college. And I want to say that she's four years older than him. Okay. So she's not in college. They met through a mutual friend. He was like, uh, you're cool. You're hot. Let's talk. And he would. But was peppering her with like Instagram messages. He would follow her, unfollow her. So you get the little notification: Baker Mayfield just followed you. Um, it's a you know it's a trick to get the people, follow. Right, it's a little trick where you just keep putting your name in somebody's, and hopefully they'll follow so, you. Okay, back. let me explain that for a second. Being a guru in this exactly. field, uh, of I don't know why you threw it to me in the first place. Well, no, just because you just set that up perfectly. That's what I do. I mean, I, I back clean up. You fat you you bat first, second, and I'd third. Set the that's, table. Okay, that's, that's fine. I'll table take set. It. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, no table so the set thing, and Joe. Table set and Joe. So here's the thing. OBP Joe. You got the you got the when you are verified on a social media. Okay, let's let's just say Twitter. So, for those most people out there maybe don't understand this, I'm letting you people know. Now, might sound condescending. Mm. I don't care. Mm. So here's the thing, right? When you are verified, so let's say I don't follow my co-host here, Andrew Bogus, but I now I throw him a follow. Yeah, he will get a notification, like like almost like I text message him he, that someone that's verified followed him, and my name and my Twitter handle will show up like a text message on his phone. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm just trying to let I'm trying to educate the audience here, bro. So now what happens is I could continue following him, or then I could just unfollow him, but he won't get a notification for that. See, that's the thing. Unless right. you don't you don't get a notification for that. Unless he's one of those super sensitive people that has one of those like other apps connected to their Twitter app, and it tells you at the end of the day like who followed you and who didn't follow you, so you can Dude, see. I gotta be honest. With you. Like with that, no, you're right about that. And then there's that stupid Armin thing, like according to blah blah blah. Does seven anyone here do me that? And eight didn't well, that's follow me. Stupid. It's the worst. This, I can't. I would not get that app that tells me who unfollowed me. You know why? I'm I'm too hypersensitive. I agree. I would want to fight everyone. So when I see that someone unfollowed me, like like someone that's verified, someone that I personally know that used to follow me, and then they don't follow me, I look. I do this sometimes. I'm letting all you people here that work with me know. I will go every couple of months, and I will look at the people who follow me, the verified ones especially, because they're more important than the regular people. Agreed. And that's right. And then what I do is, if you unfollow me, I unfollow you back with such such disdain. Like I press that button, like <laughs> I get so angry, dude. Like so. Now I've done this where I follow someone that I knew, or maybe that's verified, and I'll wait a few days. If they don't follow back. Thanks for coming. See you later. I'm out. I unfollowed him. That's my gimmick. So that's how so I So Baker did this. That. Eventually she gave in. They start, and apparently like within a week of her giving in and them going out for the first time, uh, they had moved in together. Then they were engaged after six months, and wow. now they're married. Aggressive Jones. Wow. All right. Well, listen. This is, uh, you know, you're Baker Mayfield, you know, quarterback. He's got game, obviously. And so they're, they're newlywets, more or less, right? I think two weeks this oh, weekend. They're really newlywets. Oh, brand new. Oh, brand new Weds. Okay. So we'll do the bench cut start. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, he'll be uh, part of this. Sophomore quarterbacks, uh, BCS, who you got? Josh Allen, Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield. Bench cut start, 855-212-4227. We'll be right back. Listen to CBS Sports Radio with the Radio.com app. Free and available in the Google Play and iTunes app store. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, uh, this weekend, Major League Fishing General Tire World Championship continues. This is awesome. And later, the action moves to the courts. How about that? Highlighted by the big three basketball and world team tennis. That's all on CBS. You know it! You heard Fred Durst. So do I. I got the... Uh, but did a little trip yesterday to the supermarket. Uh, my blushing Again. bride and my yes, okay. My blush, blushing, blushing, blushing. Yep. Five blushing bride. I'm sure, she brushed her hair. Yeah, yesterday no, she does. Her she teeth, brushed yeah. her hair. Yes, yeah, she has beautiful hair. So we went to the store. Uh, normally, I do not like to be seen too much around civilians. You know me. So I, I actually. <laughs> I thought of you uh, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day it was. I was my kids were watching Iron Man two. And well, I could see the connection. For Thank a number you. of reasons, but in this particular one, Tony Stark, who is Iron Man, who is Robert Downey Jr., he goes, someone's handing him something, right. and he goes, I don't like when people hand things to me. Well, he said just, Iron Man. Just place this down. Right, so he said. He will not take something from someone else. They have to put it down next to him, that's then awesome. he'll pick it see, up. That's, that's a Taz move. That is a Taz move. Yeah. <laughs> he can't hand him things. <laughs> that's Tony Stark, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does a great job. Uh, well, that's the character, Tony. What's his name? The actor. I'm drawing a blank. Robert Downey Jr. That's the guy. He's great. So, yeah. So I go no to LeBron, though. I go, no, yeah, he's not in Space, <laughs> Space Jam 10. So, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark in Space Jam 11. Space Jam! <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I go to the supermarket, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to just try to get along with society. As right. I get a little bit older, I, I can't. I'm having, I, it's, I, I did this something wrong with me. I'm just having this epiphany that I cannot get along with regular, normal people, like strangers. and society, like just Like you people here I work with. So it's different. I know you now, like whatever, a few months. So like I can get along with you a little bit. But like regular civilians, bit. like I, I, I'm, I'm awkward. I'm socially awkward. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to look at anyone. If you're a wrestling fan and you approach me, different story. I'll embrace you because you, you're going to put me over. That's awesome. But... For the regular people, like the lady in the bread aisle that needs to stop, leave the cart in the middle of the aisle while she goes and reads the nutritional chart and every friggin' loaf of bread there is at the stop and shop. Do you like jam? That lady, I have a problem with. Yeah, no, you, as you should. People and suck. She did this to me twice. Because when we go to the supermarket, I do the cart. And we have the gun. You know the gun? Yes. Oh, you know the gun. Of course. Bro, if you don't do the gun, anybody out there, okay, you go to the supermarket, sign up, get the little laser gun, okay, and you scan all your items, and then you check out Jones. It's easy peasy, man. Yeah, Hello. You got to yes. use the gun, and you got to do self the self-checkout thing. If you're not That's using right. the gun and getting online and putting all your stuff on that conveyor belt and letting someone scan it. Oh, you're a jobber. You're, yeah, seriously. A complete schmuck. It's like folks that I don't that. have, you would. As Pete raises his yeah, hand. Yeah, no, I enjoy, <laughs> I, I enjoy the human interaction at the line. I oh, think it's engaging. I can't do it. I, I, I want the world to be ran by robots. No, I don't want to deal like, with anybody. You know what it is? Like, people call this show. I could deal with you, no problem. I'm a very personal guy. Uh, you know, I'm happy-go-lucky. Yeah. But, Andrew, I can't. Shut up! I can't deal with people outside of here. Hard-ass joke. I can't. I mean, you say making a point. Yeah, continue. I forgot what it was. Oh, it was about Mike and having all this free time and you can be on a grocery line just enjoying the human interaction. Well, I go on Friday nights when it's not busy. Right. You have to pick and choose your spots. Yeah. After he goes bowling with his cat. 
This is quite the life. Yeah, have that's you been, a great time to go. Have you been bowling recently? I haven't bowled in a year to be or eight months. What oh, was your okay. bowling friend's name? BJ, DJ, BJ, BJ. He, no, he owned. BJ. He was Shocking. the manager there. Right. BJ was the manager at the bowling. We'll leave that alone. We'll leave that over here. So anyway, so I go now, and I'm in the aisle. And now, like I said, I do the cart. And this lady's blocking you. I do the la, gun. La, 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 la. I do the cart. I do the gun. My wife, she does the shopping. Are we done yet? Are we I, done yet? Are I we control, done yet? <laughs> I control the cart. And I'm very competitive in the aisles. Now, we try to go like midday when it's kind of. This is the key, ladies and gentlemen. You want to go when most parents are out picking their kids up from school. Yes. So you want to go like around 3, uh, 3 p.m. Okay, the problem is I forgot it's summertime, so the kids aren't in no school. No safe time. Right, so there's no safe zone. Right. So this lady, she's in my way, in the bread aisle. I'm like, all right, all right. I don't say nothing. My wife's looking at My wife does this thing. Don't say nothing. It's okay. Like, she does the quiet, like, it's all right. Calm down. It's okay. Just breathe. Like, my just wife's breathe. very. Just take your deep breath. She's Count a chill, chill girl. Like, she's I not. Mean, she has to be. Yeah, she really is, right? So she don't take my S. But with everybody else, she's chill. She always wants to keep me calm. Since I've been with this girl since high school, right? So now we get to the next aisle, which is the snack aisle. Mm. Now, we normally don't go in the snack aisle. No. I know you know it's that. It's been summer. In so. fuego queso! Oh, but yeah. but <laughs> it was, <laughs> we had to get a little little microwave popcorn, right? Okay. Sickle Jones. So now who's in the aisle? This friggin' lady with a house dress on, right? <laughs> and she, <laughs> she's got the booboo on, and she's blocking the aisle again. And she's looking at, she's reading the nutritional charts on rice crackers. And I want to say, hey, woman, listen, enough. And I said, ma'am, so I ma'am her. I said, ma'am, I'm trying to get by. My wife's down there by the jelly, and I'm trying to get to her. She goes, sir, you can simply go around me. I go, there's no room because your cart is in the middle of the aisle. But she, you know, she goes, well, you can move my cart. I go, you move your cart. <laughs> Why am I going to move your cart and get away from my cart? Hey, I'm not touching your stuff. She goes, no problem. You don't have to get nasty. And then my wife's yelling, Taz, come here. Right? She calls me Taz. I right? have a whistle at this right. point. <laughs> that like, only you can hear. She's got one of those. Yeah, it's a silent whistle. <laughs> You're just like yelling, oh, yeah, lady, yeah. move your car. He's like, so turns she, says, she says to life. me, she goes, someone needs more rest. <laughs> That's what she says to me. Now, I want, listen, not for nothing, right? Is she a McMahon? No. <laughs> This woman, she had to be. I mean, she was a little, she was probably about seventy five years old, right? So I mean, was she your mom? That's no, feisty. No, well, my mom would say that. My, I, she's seventy five ish, and I, I swear to God, I was gonna cut a promo on her and just bury her. And I'm literally biting my tongue. And I looked at her. I said, "Ma'am, you have no idea who you're talking to." And she goes like this to me, and I don't care. Good for her. I swear, my wife literally comes down the aisle, grabs me by the wrist. She goes, "Let's go!" And then my wife looks at her and goes, "I apologize, ma'am." <laughs> and then she says, "She's still gonna get the last word." This woman. She says to my wife, "Good luck to you. You're gonna need it." <laughs> I'm like, you believe this freaking woman? This That's lady was great. the embodiment of all of your former producers. Exactly. All put together, Just getting their revenge on like, you. And now, of course, what am I doing the whole aisles? I'm ripping her to my wife, this right. friggin' lady. I, I want to knuckle up with her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready to just throw hands. You should moonsault her. I wish I could. I don't moonsault. Well, but... I'm just shocked that they didn't close down the supermarket. Usually they do for you. Well, this is the problem. You know the shopping cart guys? They, they always, you know, there's this shopping cart. I call him the shopping cart sensei, right? So... <laughs> 
he is like, and he's a big wrestler fan, this guy, and he's very annoying. And I, you know, whenever he sees me, he acts like I'm still in my prime. Which you would think, oh, that must feel nice. No, it doesn't. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's like he's like he's all. I'm like this. I'm not my prime. I do radio now. Okay, bro. Listen. So you're um, in your radio prime. Though. I am in my radio yeah. prime. I'm actually a youngster. In you're radio. in your audio yeah, prime. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm in my audio prime. Good point. But this guy. Now I had a couple of months ago. He's following me through the store, talking to me. Where was he yesterday? I remember when you wrestled Chris Jericho. You remember when you wrestled him in Philadelphia for on Raw in the, fir- in the first match? I go, yes, I know. He goes, you lost. I go, thank you. Thank you. Happy Monday. All right? And then he's like, are you going to go wrestle for AEW? I go, no, I'm not wrestling anywhere, sir. I'm retired. I'm, I'm Oh, hold on a second. We have a caller. I want to talk to this Is guy. Is it the lady? No, no. Look, no, we have a call. It's not the lady. We're going to go down to Jacksonville, Florida. Peak ass. <laughs> And now, it's Pete Gass. All right, Pete, welcome to uh, Taz uh, with Andrew Bogus here. What's going on there, dude? Why are you getting hot at a 75-year-old woman? Because <laughs> she had an attitude, bro, and uh, she's blocking the aisle. I mean, it's like, and twice she did it. I gave her one chance. Bro, she, she's got a, a, a foot and, like, she's she got a couple toes left before she's in the grave. Oh, Let it go. Don't get I, hot, bro. I know, I can't help it. I do get hot, and I'm actually hot at you. Um, you what know, are you hot? You have no reason to be hot. Oh yes, I do. Okay, no, I, I fired I, away. I actually did well, but I'll tell you why. Because recording a podcast yesterday, okay, in the home yeah. studio, gigantic home studio, and your name came up. I brought your name up. Okay, okay. The, the reason why now you didn't hear this because you don't download my podcast because you don't support the Taz Show. That's why you don't. Yeah, and I that's have a job. No. no, no. This is why, bro. Because you were in the open. You know Bawami, right? You're familiar with Bawami. Yeah. Okay, yes, so Bawami did an open for this gimmick I do on a show called Taz Hall. It's like a Q and A thing, and okay. Bawami. Hey, Pete, you don't can you grab that Bawami thing, or you want to kind of maybe just just tell Pete Gas what Bawami says in the open. Uh, he says individuals and Pete Gas. Right, like a little shot, like a funny. This is a funny little joke of you, bro. We've been doing this on the Taz show for it's got to be three months. Right, Pete? How long ago did, did Buwami do this? I think I was a while. It was like maybe five months ago, yeah. And, Pete, you have not texted me. You have not DM'd me. You have not come in the show. You know why you have it? Because you haven't heard it. Because you don't listen to my content. No. So, no, we, we took it out. We're done. We're done. We're done. No, we're not done. I love you. <laughs> I know. I love you, too. <laughs> you, you, first of all, if I text you one time, you get on your show, and you start telling Moose, I don't leave you alone. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you tend to exaggerate just a tad. A little bit. Sounds right. A little bit. So, so I boycotted for a little bit. Now, now you get me full blast. Now, uh, all weekend you're gonna get, you know, every uh, time Tiger takes a shot. All right? <laughs> oh my God, you're too much. Bro, so Why now, are you getting hot at no lady, though? I don't understand. You gotta relax. Listen, Pete, you understand. You're coming from the wrestling business, bro. You know how it is. Wasn't it hard when you left the business? To get along with society? Yeah, but it was also hard to get rid of that. Like, when you were in the ring, you were able to take bumps and get rid of that tension, that uh, everyday yes, tension that people true. are driving around with now listening in their car, <laughs> and they want to kill somebody next to them. So, wait a minute. Let me we get this straight. So, anybody who listens to me is tense and ready to kill someone in their car. Yeah, because you got them on edge. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> Enjoy your day. <laughs> All right. 
Have a good one, guys. I appreciate it. All right. All right take care. That was about prompt. I mean, Pete's done. I mean, I wasn't hanging up. I was saying enjoy your day. Like, he thought we were hanging up. He's in the- charge. What is going on with him? Everyone produces but you. Why did he just cold hang up like that? Mike, what's going on? Not a nice man. I think he thought when I said enjoy your day, I was joking, like, saying that, like, to the listeners. He thought I was telling him bye-bye. Yeah. I just think he had to go to work. Why is it? <laughs> Or the bathroom. Why is everything awkward? What's going on with me lately? Dude? It's not you. It's us. I think Fair you might point. be right. I think yeah. you might be right. It's not you. It's, it's better. Us. It's We're not trying. you. It's that woman. Well, it's all her fault. That lady. I'll tell you what, man. I'm so I proud swear, of her. If I was a little bit older. So here's the thing. <laughs> dude, if I was like her age, <laughs> dude, we would have we been gone. So we're going to do the BCS later on. We're going to get to it this segment, the, the sophomore quarterbacks in the NFL, the three guys. And we're going to talk about a little bit of Nick Saban, a little Alabama football chatter. Uh, Nick Saban speaks. 855-212-4227. Taz with Andrew Bogus. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.